Hey, welcome to Come Queens. I'm Charlotte. And I'm Grace. On this week's episode, we talk about fat talk. <laughs> so, um, Daniel didn't know what fat talk was. Uh, I don't when get, I, get the impression they knew when we were talking about it outside I don't, before I, this I know, either. I know, but <laughs> I just let it slide. I was like, <laughs> they don't care that much. Um, so if anyone doesn't know, Fat Talk is public body self-disparagement um, that usually I think is pretty typical for um, women. and But, I mean, men do engage in... I think fat talk, but it's definitely more seen as kind of like something that we can all talk about. Like it's not one of the dangerous taboo subjects like politics or. Yeah. And I don't think it's like built into like the culture of how they interact with each other. Like I've never seen a group of my guy friends about to go out at night and go and get ready and well you're right we got to back it way up i guess we're gonna go. but not just that but like they're picking well, out no. their polo my, my husband, he for sure gets ready and he'll yeah. like he looks at himself i'm like seeing me and bane in the mirror over there but then yeah never do, does he like go to his guy friend like does this shirt make me look fat yeah for example i've never heard right. those words um from yeah from a man's mouth um <laughs> but yeah fat talk it it equates weight and shape with value and beauty, which is what makes it such a freaking problem. Right. And I, I've like, this has been, I, I, I've always been bothered by it, like for many, many years, like since I had an adult in my childhood that would often engage in fat talk in front of me. And I was always like, like would say things to me like, do you think I'm fatter than this person mm-hmm. and like point to another person in the store and yeah. I would be like uh like I, like I didn't have any words about it I didn't know like why it was wrong but I just knew like this makes me very uncomfortable right. <laughs> let's all judge each other's bodies yeah especially other women yeah and then of course into you know adolescence I feel like that's when I first started seeing it come out in my peer groups mm-hmm um, do you remember, like, as a kid, any times when that was happening with, like, other friends or or in social settings? Um, I mean, definitely. I think it's just, like, I grew up with that, definitely. And then I've always had, like, a complicated relationship with my body. I'm just starting to, like, appreciate my body for what it is and what it does and not just seeing um like eat eating and exercise as like if i eat i need to exercise like you need to stop that like yeah. equation right now yeah like it's a, <laughs> <laughs> or like that food is bad you right know. yeah like moralizing food yeah which is ridiculous and that's and yeah and that's always and i like I oh that's another thing I mean I think that counts as fat talk too but like yeah yeah you ever somewhere and you're like about to eat something and mm-hmm. somebody's just like oh I'm I'm can't eat that cake I'm yeah, watching yeah. my I would get so mad like whenever people it makes me really mad when people won't eat birthday cake 
I get really like I'm just like eat the fucking cake for the purpose of like the person like you don't have to eat a bunch of it or something but like show face for the birthday like it's not about the cake it's about the birthday I get that um, and birthday cake sucks. Like I, I was I don't just even, gonna say that I was like, birthday cake is usually not it's that you, good. Like grocery store birthday cake is disgusting, it's nasty. and I choke it down. Yeah, <laughs> so dry. Yeah, so dry, and that icing just tastes like chemicals. You yeah, know? it's not good. But I eat it anyway because like it's part of the birthday ritual, and I'm just like, okay. I'll- yeah, and then the birthday person will be left with a bunch of shit cake. Yeah, we can't have that. <laughs> um, <laughs> My mom made me a great birthday cake. This year, by the way, um, I just went to visit her and she made me this lemon uh, blueberry cake (gasps) with like fucking uh, lemon fucking when you rub the fucking zest zest and squeeze lemons in it. It was like a white (laughs) cake. She made her own. She makes dope buttercream frosting and put little lemons and blueberries on it. It was so good. (gasps) This sounds pretty. I don't like love cake, but I love that cake. I like pies a lot. Yeah. Well, yeah, cake person. is not necessary. I mean, a great cake is good, but like that was a great cake. A bad cake is is bad. Is really bad. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I like a bad cookie is still like okay. Yeah. You know, um, but I don't think. But it's like I'm always like, yo, do you have to talk about the food? Like I'm about to eat. Like right. Please, yeah. Please don't do that. Like it, <laughs> it makes me uncomfortable. Um, but yeah, I've I've just had friends do. I, I feel like I've pretty much, I mean, not that I've never done it, but I, I do think oh, I've, I've definitely I've tried it. not to talk about my own body. Yeah. I don't know. I think just recently I've realized, like being with you, like realizing like, yeah, that's not healthy to talk about, like disparage your body. Um, even though I think a lot of people see it as like a a social bonding kind of ritual because it's like oh we can all agree that we fucking hate our bodies which is terrible right like (laughs) it is it is terrible and i do think that we still do discuss it like in the context of like sometimes i think we talk about like well like i haven't been feeling good about myself lately yeah and i don't but that's not like to disparage our bodies i think it's more like to talk about how we feel and how like wow you know this pressure on our bodies is like ever present right or like in covid like uh, i'm sure a lot of people have engaged in that's negative body talk coming out of quarantine everyone's coming out and just being like yep it's the covid you know and i 15 and i'm not and i'm terrible about it too like i i feel like i haven't i i'll just be like yep me too or whatever you know like that but then i feel like i need to find another strategy to handle it well like well at least you survived a global pandemic. Like, right. that's literally the least. I have started to, actually, now I'm saying this, I'm like, I have started to say this, but like, I'll just be like, well, that's the least of my worries. You know what I mean? I'm just trying to get through this. Right. Um, Even though there was a recent study um, at the University of Missouri uh, Center for Body Image and Research, 37% of women and 44% of men, they surveyed 800 young adults Um they would rather contract COVID nineteen than gain twenty five pounds, 25 pounds while socially distancing. Much. Oh my god! I talked to my husband about this last night too, and he was like, "Uh, he kind of was on. He was kind of going for the COVID." And I thought about it too, and I was like, "Maybe I am." But also, I think this also <gasps> plays into so young adults, right? 
we're not really like we kind of feel like we're kind of safe true like, like we'll survive not a, a lot of young adults are dying from covid so i think that also shows us like how seriously like we think covid we're, is right or how much it directly affects us right but i mean on him like he's first i know of all, like 25 Listen, pounds for him would be like nothing. nothing dude we went into it we did the bmi <laughs> and the bmi is like a terrible oh, way it's, it's a terrible it's fucking terrible but doctors sta- should stop using it i agree because i mean i'm considered overweight I'm 5'2", 145. I'm overweight right now. That's considered overweight? I got a BMI of like 20-something, 25. And it's like 25 is the line. 25 is the line. And 24 is like normal, 24.9. This bitch, he's 24.9. He's like fucking 6'5", though. But that's why the measurements don't make any sense. It's crazy because we were doing like, oh, how much do we have to gain to be obese? And this bitch can gain like a hundred damn pounds and still not <laughs> still be obese because he's like a fucking giant. I'm like, sure, people just have a disadvantage to this, to this system. <laughs> yeah. And like you're oh, and also he's like um, he's small boned. Like he's a he's a he has a lean frame. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's not he's not naturally thick. Uh, no, he is definitely not. That's true. I, I, um, I actually got for positive body talk the other night I was at this I was at the bar and like this guy comes up this is one of the best things I can imagine ever happening to me and I don't know why I get so much joy out of it but he started telling my husband how lucky he was to have me and he was just great he just kept going and she's thick too and like but like in the you know like the first time I heard that though I thought that was like disparaging but then I, I mean obviously from this person it was a serious compliment yeah definitely um, but but uh but yeah i think like well and that just goes to show you too right that like every all different different people like are attracted to different people's body t- types too i think right. um there's yeah. so many different types of body types and that's the problem with like fat talk because it stems from this fucking toxic diet culture that we have which centers thinness and equates thinness to health and moral value we gotta fucking stop equating morality to bodies yeah and like we need to stop equating morality to a lot of things too (laughs) right (laughs) Um, recognizing that we're all complex beings who will who will make who will inevitably make mistakes yes um (laughs) of which eating food is is not one of them exactly Yeah, I think Americans have like a really complicated uh, relationship with food specifically um, just because we're kind of an overindulged uh, society. But yeah, thin equals healthy and a good person and fat we think of unhealthy and bad person. And like if you lose weight or if you're thin, you are held on a higher social status. Well, I actually, th- and I think it's also plays into um, class and capitalism because, it, like, it some people have the money yes. to like buy Eat healthy to buy thinness. You know, like right. personal trainers. I mean, like you know, gym memberships. All these things, like, are yeah, the, the eating organic, eating the many, many bajillion things you can buy that yeah. are supposed. I mean, a lot of it. I mean, most of it doesn't 
work, but you could have, you could hire a nutritionist, mm-hmm. you know? And I do think that that's like a piece. Whereas before, it's interesting because like back in the day, like if you were, I, I heard this, I heard this term in researching this, which I love, like a person of size. Oh. Being a person of size. I like that. Yeah. I think that that's great because I feel like a lot of people are taking back the word fat, which is cool, but I also don't feel cool just being like using that term without someone's consent. Right. You know? Because I don't um, consider myself fat and I don't think society would consider me fat. So I feel uncomfortable calling someone else that. Right. Unless they say that it's okay. A person or like I'll sometimes be like a larger person, you know, Mm because I mean, yeah, or small or I saw some... uh, piece of clothing for sale at that this really cool store shout out emote follow them on the oh, internet yeah. um but they they posted a dress the other day and they were like sorry this is for a smaller bodied person hmm. you know and i was like okay perfect um so i think we have to change our language around it too yeah. but um but yeah i think that that's like a big piece of it is just figuring out how you know how we can include all bodies in everything and like it's all and it's rooted in and the idea of even being thin is also linked to capitalism and how like again valuing our bodies uh you know for for women specifically our va- our bodies have been our currency in a right. system that doesn't pay us for our labor mm-hmm. um so i mean for for much of the labor that we do and so like that's kind of when we when we assign beauty to you know that's how you would find you know historically you would find you could marry well and right. you know and that's how that's how you would be able to gain access to capital because you wouldn't even be able to have shit in your own name mm-hmm. um so yeah i'm reading the beauty myth by naomi wolf right now i think it was written in 1992 um Mm. and it's just like a piece of feminist literature that i've been meaning to get around to for years but it's like really connecting all of those pieces and how they replaced you know like they replaced that as our value like in and and also like having children for so long was also our value but but now it's like you're responsible and if you're in court you know if you're in like corporate world trying to get up there like we spend so much money trying to keep our looks you Mm -hmm. know and 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 this quote like quote unquote stop aging which you can't do right yeah um so yeah i really recommend it i'm only about halfway through but it's it's really awesome and it's helping me think about these things but i think in real life when we face this is that's where i like get very stuck right because it can be because you've already you've dealt with this your whole life right and then I've definitely gotten in the pattern of being of being the person who's like oh no you're not fat you're cute like blah 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 you know that stuff so what I've I've started doing like I've been like peppering in just like positive reinforcement before it happens I'm like oh that dress is really cute on you if you have a friend or a person who typically engages in fat talk just be like oh that is a great top I love that on you like you're so cute you know you look so confident yeah you look great today yeah you're just you're shining I like I think I tell people that a lot you're shining you're shining right now you're glowing you're glowing (laughs) but don't say that because it'll be like do you think I'm pregnant yeah but what's (laughs) up with that I think sometimes you do see someone out there and you like you are literally glowing right now you're a light in the darkness right now yeah um or like radiant 
I like that. I like that. That's a good one. Um, Yeah, I think it's all – so I think we kind of, like, have to come prepared with, like, new ways to deal with these situations. Because lately my – like, one of the reasons that I wanted to do this episode is that I've been dealing with, like, in my household a lot of ongoing talk about food Mm -hmm. and body. And, like, even if it's – and it's not even – to me, it doesn't matter whether you're saying I need to lose weight or I did lose weight. I don't think that weight has a place in anyone's conversations with anyone. I just don't think that it, like, should even yeah. be on the table. I can't stand it. Like, I've had times in my life where I have become a smaller person than I was at other times. And it makes me – even then, like, it what to me, that's not a compliment for someone to come up to me and be like, oh, you're so skinny or something like that. That's not, that doesn't make me feel good because you're still, no matter what, you're talking about me. I was me no matter what size I was and you're still shitting on me, it feels like. You're still value, you're saying that I have more value now Mm -hmm. than I did a year ago or whatever. Like I, I don't, I don't think it's okay and I've seen it done to other people and like, and I don't want to hear it and like and I don't (laughs) and it's just like um but yeah it's like cause it's it has caused some conflict because like I don't want to hear about weight loss just as I don't want to hear about weight gain Mm -hmm. or weight or just like or food um and so like I was trying to kind of like advocate for myself and just be like this makes me really uncomfortable to hear about this and you know and then it was like well it's a good you know it's a good thing it's weight loss I'm like but that but you're back to assigning value Mm -hmm. that way like I was like trying to model like I feel healthy I feel strong my body feels good I feel like I can move more than I you know yeah um like there's so many other ways that you can talk about how your body feels that aren't related to weight or size Mm -hmm. um so yeah so I think like I think that that's but but when you're in the moment and like to me I, I mean I didn't say anything about it for until I just like couldn't take it anymore, right and more to, or yeah. less like until, unless, <laughs> until I was just like uh, well because then I real well I started to realize how much it was making me go into all my own head and I've worked so hard to battle all of the negative things that I'm already saying mm-hmm. to myself in my own head that like that's just too much. yeah fat talk doesn't make us feel better about our bodies it actually is linked with more body shame and body dissatisfaction and eating disorder behavior um so yeah modeling healthy attitudes and behaviors first off is a good good way to do it um don't stigmatize foods frame exercise this i think these were um some ideas for like families um and children but i think you could kind of do this well, with a partner the data too. is there i do think it's so interesting that i kept reading like oh studies show that like parents who engage in negative body talk end up with kids with disordered eating and um mm-hmm. you know but then why it's the same for adults it's this you know what i mean like it affect like it's not like it only affects weight talk only affects children oh it yeah, affects yeah, yeah. everyone but right. like the studies are just geared towards kids yeah but yeah what did they i see s- what you're saying yeah yeah like why but i mean those disordered eating adults become disordered or children become adults and then uh, they all congregate yeah. and perpetuate the yeah, negative ideas um so they're saying like ma- frame exercise is like a fun, healthy bonding activity instead of like a 
reason or like you have to exercise because you ate pasta the night before or whatever like a I did this so I have to do this um cultivate like social aspect of food um you know like put down like this is good advice I don't follow it but um don't watch tv or don't look at your phone while eating with your family like more that intuitive eating yeah like and that's like if you're watching tv you're gonna like mindlessly eat People do it. I do it. Snacking and shit like that. You're sitting down. Snacks are delicious. Yeah. But all, yeah. And I think recognizing like what each food does, like um, feeling how your food feels. Like I think that's the idea behind intuitive eating. Like how does this food make me feel after I have it? Right. And eating, eating for pleasure instead of purpose. Like make meals that you actually enjoy, not because like you're pun, you think you have to punish yourself. You have to eat like boiled chicken because you're on a diet or whatever, you know, like, I mean, I definitely eat for a purpose in the morning when I'm like rushing and I grab a Nutri-Grain bar, but that's different, I think. Yeah. Well, and really like enjoying what you, you know, what you eat. Too. Yeah. And especially if you take the time to like make the food. Right. Like take your time and be like, damn, I made this bomb ass fucking lasagna. I made this food with my body to put in yeah. my body. Look at my, go body, go. <laughs> go body, go. <laughs> um, yeah. So exercise is not um, compensatory mechanism for food. Um, yeah. So, oh, um, I read this article by Pippa Sturk on how I made peace with my body and These are things you can say to yourself. Um, You make an effort to encounter body diversity um, because, as we know, there's that the main healthy body we think of, like a skinny fucking white girl or whatever. Um, But like, if you're on TikTok or Instagram, just follow different creators with different body types. Because that's been linked to also feeling bad. Like, the more time you spend on social media mm-hmm. has been linked to feeling bad about your body. Because you're just your seeing, like, airbrushed and, like, fucking yeah. uh, face-tuned people. Yeah. Yeah. And they're taking, like, a perfect picture of themselves. And, like, it's the not conventional like an everyday picture. or the, the default, beauty standard, the default yeah. body mm-hmm. is what is, um, yeah, is what, you know, I, I feel like the algorithm Please to people even make those TikToks where they're like, I'm not attractive enough for the algorithm. Have you ever seen that? Oh no. But I mean I'm seeing it, so oh, maybe damn. they are. Yeah. Um, um think critically on what we this is the same thing. Think critically on what we actually consider a quote unquote normal body. Like there's so many different body types out there. You have a different body than your friend. I have a different body type than my mom. Like, and we just Right. We're different people. Like, we're not going to weigh the same. We can all still be healthy um, and weigh different. Um, learn how your body reacts to change in routine. Um, so, like, try things that you think you'll enjoy. Like, don't exercise because you feel guilty about the way your body looks or what you ate. And, like... And, do, and don't do exercise that's torturing you. Right. Like, you don't well, have to lift somebody... weights or run on a treadmill. You can go for a walk. You can take your dog for a walk. You can fucking roller skate. We you just got fuck. into roller skates. I thought you that's fuck. where you were going. And <laughs> you said fucking. You can fucking. You can fuck. It's um, true. No, that's a good, that's a great. Except probably not right after a meal because I never want to have sex like uh, right after a meal because I'm pretty full. Yeah. And you're worried. Sometimes I'm like, I don't want to fart right now. Gurgle, gurgle, you know. Yeah. Um, I heard somebody the other I can't remember who it was but somebody was like I'm using the word like movement instead of exercise I I like yes I like and I 
And I really do think like those little shifts, you know, mm-hmm. also yeah, shifts in language, like can like, make a huge impact. Our roller skating, like we love and like what I love about it isn't is definitely not the exercise, exercise part. But yeah. does my body feel good afterwards? Hell yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. And like I feel energized. And like those are ways to talk about it's it. Fun. My yeah. mind, my mind is feeling cleared by it. I'm really making myself want to want to roller skate and yeah. I think I do have to make time to like for me for my mental health like it keeps happening to me over and over gotta again gotta make time to move that I have feel to so move much better. I yeah. feel so much better and like it's so easy for me to just get so caught up in the busyness of what I'm mm-hmm. doing but like last night I came home and, and my dog was just like looking at me like all he he hardly greeted me which is very unusual oh. for him and he just seemed like really down and I was like do you want to go for a walk? Oh, and he buddy. got so excited and we like walked on us two miles. He met he met some ducks along the Aww. way and like cute. It was so cute because his name is Goose. So we had duck duck we played duck duck goose. <laughs> and and like and yeah, it was just it was delightful. And I took in I mean, and not just like the actual movement part, but I just took in like all the flowers that are in bloom and mm-hmm. going, you know, looking at all the different houses and the pretty colors and like waving to other people on the street, seeing little kids playing outside, yeah. you know, like it, I just really it was also uh, just mindful, I think. Yeah. And I think like that's. Yeah. You need to like disconnect and have like a different sensory experience. Yeah. Like moving your body, listening to what's around you. Yeah. And then got to move more. Yeah. I mean, I, that movement is a huge part of it. And movement is so – it is so important too. Like I just started going to the chiropractor and they were like, you're mm-hmm. – my low back's messed up and it's all messed up because I've been – because I sit all the time in my job. Like – and it's just like, you well, know. I think a lot of Americans are sedentary. Yeah. But then we place so much emphasis on, oh, my body is unhealthy because of what I'm eating. Like we overemphasize right. on No matter what the size of your diet. body is, you can be healthy or unhealthy. Yeah. Like that's both, you know, and that's a big problem that doctors need to get away from too is because they go so Mm -hmm. heavily on that. Like I definitely know people who have larger bodies than I do who are way, way more fit than I am. Right. You know, like um, could out, you know, whatever, run me or whatever, any physical activity. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I I can walk a 5K for sure, but that's kind of. But yeah, and that's the experience with I think a lot of larger body people like they go to the doctor and the you know they they feel like something's wrong with their body and then doctors immediately now hashtag not all doctors but i think a lot of them this is a, a experience that i've heard very frequently where doctors are like oh it's because you need to lose weight right like just and then, immediately go to that and then you're dismissing and, yeah exactly there are other problems them, send them home and that goes into a lot of the other things that we've learned about you know along the way like you know if you're living with endometriosis like holy Mm -hmm. shit you know like what if they were just like oh lose some weight you'll be fine i mean and also it's not like i'm sure that's happened to people (laughs) oh yeah and it's like it's not and it's also it's it's just not that simple so um yeah i think and also it depends you know like lots of people don't have access to to food like to healthy foods Mm -hmm. either um which is a big problem but they say that like 90 93 percent of women engage in this so and then it has a ripple effect so like you go and say Mm -hmm. yeah because then it starts to normalize it um and i just i really it's acceptable like water cooler talk exactly oh i definitely did hear it in the office that's Mm -hmm. when i got in the cake fights mostly but um (laughs) but yeah i i got some i i 
took notes on like several different I really think it's good to keep like I a phrase in your back pocket um but um one of the ways like if somebody wants to talk about it like um you could say how are you feeling um in your body these days um what does health mean to you um and oh and then if you um or what are things to help you feel good in your body so you can focus on that um and like I also think you can just say, um, you know, like I don't want to dis- I don't want to discuss this. Like I don't, you know, I don't want to. Or there's so many more interesting things about you than your weight. I saw oh, that that's one. a good one. You know, like yeah. Well, also like what I mean, it is like just straight up on like the level of like conversation. It's like a really lame and uninteresting topic. Like I don't. Right. It doesn't add value. No, it doesn't. And then the other person feels awkward. They're like, oh, should I compliment this person? Is this person like fishing for me to be like, oh, no, 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 no. That's not true. Don't say that about yourself. You know? Yeah. Puts the other person in a really awkward position. Well, yeah. And I I saw a study about that um, where... Where uh, that they did the University of Waterloo and they said there's like three messages that you can send to someone weight acceptance, weight loss pressure or uh, weight concern dismissal. And I think that like I have I have been dismissive, Mm -hmm. I think just because I don't want to hear the talk. Right. That is like my own. It's really about my own response to it. Um, But I think, you know, you can say like. Um, I don't think you have to like directly answer like, oh, I, I, I look so fat. I think you can just say, I think, you know, or I think you're beautiful instead of saying like, no, you're not fat. Right. Yeah. You know, like, because that's like, not a direct, then that's bringing it back to fat mm-hmm. talk again. Um, or I think you look great, you know? Um, and I mean, and I do, it's so funny too, because like, I do think like most of the time, you know, and when you're in those situations, when you say something about your body, then the other person, in, I think, instantly goes into, like, comparison mode. Oh, yeah. Well, if if they think that, you know, like, they're fat, what about me? Right. You know? Or, and, I, like, I've for sure been in that situation before where I'm like, are you? But then in reality, if you ask that same person, well, do, you know, who's talking about themselves. Do being, you think I'm fat? Yeah. yeah. They're not going to. be like, no. They're not going to say yes to that. Yeah. Um, I think that's because we don't really know, like, what our bodies look like. Like, I think our mind, like, takes over. I think there's a lot of, like, body dysmorphia. I know I've definitely dealt with that my whole life. So, like, another tool for yourself is to really know what your body looks like. Like, just, like, take time to look in the mirror. I've been doing this recently. Naked body, got some music on, look at yourself. I love checking out my tattoos in the mirror. Like, I just, like, like, appreciate. I'm like, my body's cute. It's kind of a work of art. I yeah. love it. <laughs> I and um, I personally you know. feel I feel most confident naked. I think you know, yeah. in my with my body. I, I feel most confident in high waisted blue jeans, no top. Oh, I love it. That's a nice one. And my husband loves it too. So I've gotten verbal feedback where I'm like, I do, I You're do like, look. Hot. I am yeah, rocking. This. I do look good. I I yeah, <laughs> I got this little like teddy thing that's like uh, so dude like, i've been getting ads for lingerie 
up. Like, I feel so good about it. I'm actually, and I've been considering, it's very expensive, the person that I want to go to, but boudoir photography, mm-hmm. because I really think seeing it's my body as art, yeah. which is what that is, would allow, like, and I mean, the testimony, like, people all the time are on, I'm in this Facebook group of all the people, and they're always like, I can't tell you, like, I, and people are like, I cried when I saw these pictures, like, I, I didn't think of myself as beautiful, yeah. and now I do, and like, I literally see beautiful, like, beautiful people everywhere. The people I don't think are beautiful are usually people who aren't aren't beautiful on the inside. Like They're the kind of assholes. assholes. Yeah. But I really do think that there's something to like people who have ugly personalities being like come they come off to me as physically ugly a lot of times. Yeah. Um yeah, there's some well, also like obviously if you're making like you know, a smile is much more beautiful <laughs> right, than, than like a, than scowl, a fuck you frown. A stank face. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, weight loss talk doesn't work. It doesn't no. actually help anyone lose weight. And most people opposite. gain back the weight. Like, and that's that's what's even worse about talking about weight loss, right? Because then you're going on and on about that. But most people gain back all the weight they lose. Like, And more. Diets fail 95 to 98%. That's a it's lot. It's insane. Diets don't fucking work. They don't work. Don't do a diet. So we're not going to, you know, we have to um, engage more with that. I also, oh, I saw another response you could do is is just to stop someone and be like, tell me three things you like about your body. Ooh. Like turn it around. Damn. Oh, let's go. Okay. Man, oh my now, God. Okay. I was just about to say, if someone did that to me, that <laughs> well, would, someone's like, doing it right now. I, I saw the look on your face, which is why I'm doing <laughs> just, it. Just like sheer terror. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, fuck. And the teacher you called got, on me in class. You just named one. Okay. My. You named, I'll, I'll give you one with your blue jeans and boobs my and blue jeans. Bo- boobs and blue jeans. Um, I do like my butt and thighs combination. Um, and I like my face. (laughs) That's good. (laughs) You got a good face on you. (laughs) I agree. Uh, It's hard to like, uh, uh, I just hate that. Just like, well, we're also not even taught to like appreciate to talk. Yeah. And also I think that was another thing that I was reading about too, or I was, it was a YouTube video that I was watching that like, for some reason, sometimes we think we can't say good things about ourselves. Like that's going to put someone else down. No, that's your modeling body right. positivity if you say something bad about yourself and you're modeling body negativity right well because it's perceived as like being conceited or you well, know well that's what they tell us but so like loaded. i think in real life yeah. like i've never heard someone be like i look good and think like what an asshole wow. they are you fucking yeah. Prick. <laughs> yeah like i that never shut happened. the hell up you're happy fuck <laughs> you <laughs> um but yeah like i think you can help people uh, you know dig into it and i think yeah. like there's but you do have to challenge them. I, I mean, think I think that's the only to. way to do it. I think you do have to challenge it. And I think you can also say like this is you can use I statements like this is triggering for mm. me. And that's what I tried to use in my situation. I was like, you I know, statements. yeah, like I I was like, I really like I've worked really hard not to not to think bad things about my body. And like when we talk about weight this much, it makes me think about that all the time you know but it is hard when people are excited about what they perceive as a good thing but then that's why i said your value your value is not tied to this you know Mm -hmm. um like you know i'm glad you're feeling how i'm glad you're feeling better you know or whatever um 
but it's not it's not all about that at all. You can also say to someone, I saw this in an article that you can say, I recently listened to this podcast episode that totally changed the way I think about, <laughs> about fitness. Do you want me to send you the link? And then you could send them the link to this Come very episode. <laughs> Come Queen's Fat Talk. <laughs> That's the best advice that think, I've heard yet. Grace. I think it's the only way. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. and, and last thing, I mean, we just have to accept that this shit takes time because you have to unlearn all of this negative talk. People are doing it around you constantly. If you engage with them and challenge them, you can help them. Um, it just, it takes a long time to uh, unlearn these beauty standards and just learn how to get along with your body because your body does so many great things for you. Yeah, I love that. And and pass out and pass out the compliments around the world, you know? That's something I really like about where we live. Like I feel like when we go places like people like strangers will just be like you look great. No, you look yeah. great, you know? And a, a lot of women. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, not men. <laughs> um <laughs> I don't see that as much for each of them. Yeah, and if anybody also if you're with a partner, any partner to whoever like, I feel like we've said this before, but if you have a partner who shames your body, get them the fuck out oh, of God, your Oh, God, yeah. Because that's, you don't, I see this all the time in these groups, these yeah. women's groups that I'm in on Facebook, and it's like, get them gone, because, like, nobody has any business. And and just say, I also have said, that's not appropriate. Mm. That's, if somebody wants to con- make a comment about my body, that's not appropriate. I like that, yeah. Simple to the point. Um but that can yeah. work for so many things too. <laughs> right, it does. Or I'm not and I'm not going to discuss this. Yeah, like I just started to because I I always get really nervous. I do get nervous in situations that I I perceive as being conflict. Mm-hmm. And something like that does make me feel like conflict. When it's my friend, I can say like, "Hey, I, you know, this makes me feel this way. Right. I feel yeah. more comfy." But if it's but if it's somebody uh, if it's some weirdo on the street who wants to say say some shit, you know, yeah. then that's different. So yeah, let's build build each other up and build ourselves up because I think when we start doing it for other people too, like we're going to realize that about ourselves. I yeah. Hope. So, share this podcast with a friend and have <laughs> and have a tough conversation if you if, if you need yeah. to. Wow.